Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the We Know Fancy Waiver Wire Wishlist. That time of the week again, Waiver Wire uh, Tuesdays tomorrow. You know, I always pump this uh, podcast out on Monday night so you guys can get the head start and get those uh, Waiver Wire priorities set for your Tuesday uh, to come. Before we kick off things, let's talk a little bit about uh, myself and the We Know Fancy brand. Um, my name is Nate with We Know Fancy. can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fancy. I still have a premium service subscriptions open. Uh, I'm closing them out here soon. So if you are looking to, uh, you know, get on the service, let me know. You know, we're, we're four weeks deep, almost five weeks deep of the season. So if you're interested, let me know. I'll give you a discounted rate. Um, pretty much you have uh, exclusive content, exclusive advice, party content, party advice, direct line of contact, things of that nature. So uh, hit me up with that. Uh, visit our website, weknowfancy.com. Uh, a lot of great uh, articles on there, a lot of great series. We have a, we have a, a great crew of um, contributors. We have Mike's Lock and Keys betting series on there. Cody does a weekly power rankings. I do a B team. Um, Steven does a, a does a buy low, sell high. And we have Megan and we have Brian that do, uh, you know, breaking news, things of that nature for the website as well. So check that out, weknowfancy.com. Every Wednesday, the Fro and I, the Fancy Fro and I, uh, produce the We Know Fancy podcast featuring the Fancy Fro. That's where we talk about the week that was and the week in advance, things of that nature. You know, uh, check that out. That comes around 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, every Wednesday. Something new this week, Thursday night around 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you'll see a new uh, podcast hit the We Know Fancy you know, uh, channel, the We Know Fantasy brands uh, branching out. We're actually having some of our contributors do a podcast each Thursday. Uh, this week we'll have um, Cody, Brian, and Steven coming at you. Uh, uh, that will be a, like I said, Thursday night show, um, pretty much similar to what the Fro and I just do, just different perspective, different things to talk about, different segments, things of that nature. So be on the alert for that. That's going to be great. The We Know Fancy Contributors Podcast. And finally, uh, the streamable defenses of the week can be found in article form that will drop tomorrow night um, on the website, weknowfancy.com. I used to do it on these uh, Waiver Wire Wishlist podcasts, but now that comes out on the website in an article. So uh, look for look, be on the lookout for that as, uh, tomorrow as well. So before we jump into uh, this week's Waiver Wire editions, let's talk about how we did last week. It was a great week last week. A lot of talent in the Waiver Wire, and they uh, a lot of them came up big. So if you picked up some of these guys, put them to your lineups, <clears throat> good for you. So there was, there were some good big performances. So we'll start with our quarterbacks, Jacoby Percet. He had the Oakland Raiders, 23.5 points. Very good out of him. Daniel Jones versus Washington. Only had 14.3 points. That game script was a little different when Galman kind of went off. And you know, they got up early, so they didn't need to really throw, and they were up early uh, real fast. So it was a little out of script for there. Don't expect Daniel Jones to have, you know, he's not going to put up that week one or that first time he started numbers, but he's going to have some good weeks to so look for that forward. Running backs, Rex Burkhead uh, played at the Bills. He only had 1.7 points, but that's what you get with the New England uh, backfield, you never know which one will go off. Burkhead was consistent to the first three weeks of the season, but this is a uh, very Belichick-like for fantasy football owners to have Burkhead, you know, coming in only have one point seven points. Again, the Bills are a good defense as well. So Wayne Gallman was another one against uh, against Washington. He had twenty seven point eight points, big numbers there out of uh, Saquon Barkley's backup. Ronald Jones played in Los Angeles against the Rams at fifteen point two points. Uh, Daryl Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs went and took on the Lions at 18.6 points. Moving to receivers, Philip Dorsett took on the Bills as well, had 3.9 points. That game was a little bit different. It was scripted weird. There wasn't much offense between both teams, so there's that. Uh, Golden Tate was a guy we suggested. They, of course, Giants played Washington, but uh, he is coming back from suspension this week, so it was more of anticipation and, and jumping the gun there and getting uh, Golden Tate last week. 
Cole Beasley, the Buffalo Bills, took on the Patriots at 14.5 points. Paris Campbell uh, took on the Raiders at 5.5 points. And Dawson Knox, our tight end to add last week, took on the Patriots at 8.8 points. So that's how we did last week. Uh, a lot of great performances there. So let's move on to uh, this week. Let's see who uh, we would go on and, and target in our leagues and uh, and help us win some fantasy football championships. So remember, all percentages that I use when I say percentage owned after each player name were when I was putting these rundown together for this podcast or today. So they may be off by a few percentages, but not much. Um, remember, we're still in the bye week. Uh, we're, we're entering the bye weeks. Last week, the Jets and 49ers had a bye week. This week, the Lions and Dolphins are on a bye week. So not much there. Fantasy football relevance. There's a few key players that you could be missing there, but um, not much. So uh, let's jump into things. Quarterbacks. Jacoby Percet makes a second week in appearance here. And that was Colts starting quarterback, of course. He's owning 35% of Yahoo and 32.1% of ESPN League. So I've been pounding this guy's name in your head. Not only was he was he was an addition of the waiver wire wish list last week, I've been talking about him on, on my Twitter page, you know, talking this guy up. And I'm, I'm, I'm so surprised to see he's only owning 35% of leagues at most on Yahoo. So uh, he's currently the quarterback 10 uh, for the first two weeks. So this is the top 10 guy still out there available in 65%. Of, uh, of league, so keep that in note. He has Kansas City this week. Very good matchup there. And uh, we all know about the secondary. He has a very nice rest of the season schedule as well. A lot of great games sprinkled in there. A lot of uh, good matchups. And he's doing well against some of these tougher matchups as well. So pick this guy up if you need a quarterback. Get him in your team. He's not going to disappoint. So this is for those guys who uh, stream the quarterback position week in, week out. I'm going a little brave here. Chase Daniel, Chicago Bears. He's owned 0% of Yahoo and 0% of ESPN leagues. Man, it's not owned at all. Uh, like I said, only a streaming option. The Bears are going over to London to take on the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Bears starting quarterback Mitchell Trubisky has a dislocated shoulder, and uh, he will not require surgery, says so good news there, and it is not uh, deemed a season-ending injury, so he'll be back sooner than later. I think the quote goes. So he is traveling with a team to London, I believe, but there, it's very unlikely that he's going to play. This is doubtful officially right now, so he's, he's not going to play. He can go safe with that. But the Raiders have continuously been gashed to the air. Um, if it wasn't for week one when they played the Vikings and, and, you know, Dalvin Cook went all over them, they would probably statistically be one of the worst, if not the worst, uh, air raid all, or defenses against the, the pass. So... Even when Daniel went in last uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, against the um, Vikings, he was 22 for 30 for 195 yards and a score. And that Vikings defense is good. It's, it's, it's a very good defense. So a little promising there. So if you're looking for a streamable option this week or maybe a, que- a cheap guy in DFS, Chase Daniel, Chicago Bears could be your guy. Let's hop into running backs. There isn't much in terms of running backs. We're getting to that part of the season where it's so hard to find running back help on the waiver wire. You have to either A, wait for some kind of major injury, or B, some guy pops out of nowhere and blows up. The first three weeks, four weeks, we had some good names sprinkled in there or whatever. And, you know, I like to stick below the 40% owned on Yahoo and ESPN leagues for this waiver wire wish list. I'm going to break that rule here. I'm going Ronald Jones of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, second week in a row for this guy in the waiver wire wish list. He's owning 43% of Yahoo, 41% of uh, ESPN league. So, like I said, I like to stay underneath that 40% mark when I talk to my, my waiver wire players. But Jones is close enough, and there aren't many running backs to talk about, so I put him in this podcast. He uh, he's actually really taken to life recently. You know, he had that. He was a it was a rookie last year that had a ton of expectations and, and absolutely, st- you know, stunk. He was awful. So uh, actually, this uh, this year he he's posted double digit fantasy points in three of the Bucks first or the Bucks four games this season. 
That's pretty good. He's posted 13 plus points in the last two games. So it's 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 not going to be a much easier schedule for him. You know, he has Saints this week, which is a very very good run defense. But uh, as we get later in the season, like I said, these type of running back additions are not going to happen. There's a guy out there, 60% pretty much available in 60% of the leagues that, you know, going to get starter numbers, going to get a lot of chances, has an offense that's pretty explosive that they showed against the Rams where they hung 55 points on him. I think it was a franchise record. This is a good offense. I don't care what you guys want to say about Jameis Winston. This is a good offense. Bruce Arians has the reins there, so... Even if it's just for a bench piece, scoop Ronald Jones up. You're going to get bye weeks, and this is a great guy to plug in there. Like I said, uh, double-digit points, 13-plus points. That's great for uh, you know your flex play or your bye week running back to uh, to put in there for you. So let's move on here to Jeff Wilson of the San Francisco 49ers. He's owning 5% of Yahoo and 7.6% of ESPN League. So, again, the waiver wire pool is, is, is pretty desperate, but this is a guy who um, – has four touchdowns over his last two games. Tevin Coleman, the you know starter there for 49ers, did not practice today as he's recovering from the high ankle sprain. So we don't know if he'll be back for the, the Sunday's game. Uh, the 49ers take on the Browns, I do believe. So we don't know if Coleman's going to be available. And if he's not, Wilson is another great option. You know, Coleman's missed the two games prior when uh, Jeff Wilson had two touchdowns per those two games. So as long as Coleman is out, you know Wilson has a lot of has a lot of value there. He's kind of touchdown dependent, but that's that's okay because he sees a ton of work in the red zone. The 49ers are a very good offense. They've been scoring the ball, moving the ball, getting the red zone often. So, uh, looking for a you know maybe you're a Kieran Johnson owner. You need a running back for this week. Plug in uh, Jeff Wilson and hope. Uh, you know the Browns are a middle of the pack run defense. They're not great. They're not poor, but uh, you know they they allow some some running gaps there. So uh, again, if you need a running back, Jeff Wilson. Move over to wide receivers. There's some great options this week. A lot of guys I'm in love with here. I have four coming at you. We'll start here. Um, Kiki Kute, Houston Texans, on 80% of Yahoo and 28.2% of ESPN leagues. Uh, so this is kind of relies on if Kenny Stills is to miss any time. Stills left, left Sunday's game with the Panthers in the second quarter with a hamstring injury. He's set to meet with the doctors today. I, as I started this podcast, I checked on it. There was no update, so we don't know the severity of that. But if Stills is to miss some time, Kute steps up uh, into a more prominent role with the team. He's kind of the wide receiver for, you know, you know, you have, of course, DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller and Kenny Stills and Kiki Kute there. But with Stills out, Kute gets a bump up, and the Texans have a very, very, very favorable uh you know, run of games come up. They have the Falcons, Chiefs, Colts, and Raiders across the next four games. Great options there. So looking for a guy there. Hopefully, if you were able to scoop him up, and if, if, if like I said, if Kenny Stills is to miss some time, Kute, Kute could be a great addition for you. Here's a guy who always seems to appear on this waiver wire wish list each, you know, year. He's always a great guy. I love to target in, a, you know, DFS because he's cheap and he puts up points for you. That's Mohamed Sanu of the Atlanta Falcons. He's only 27% of Yahoo and 35.2% of ESPN leagues. So, he has seen at least six targets in each of the Falcons' first four games. He saw 12 targets last week against the Titans. So, uh, with defenses focused on Julio Jones, it leaves the room open for, the say, the Calvin Ridleys and the Muhammad Sanus of the world. So, he's actually tied or has been out-targeted or has out-targeted Calvin Ridley in three of the last of the Falcons' four games this season. Pretty good. And the Falcons, too, just like the Houston Texans, have a pretty decent run of games coming ahead. Next three games, they have the Texans, the Cardinals, and the Rams. Three pretty poor secondaries. So, uh, great news there. If you're looking for a wide receiver, Mohamed Sanu could be your guy. 
Here's another guy. This is a lot of doubles going up. This is my third double from back-to-back weeks. Cole Beasley, Buffalo Bills, owning 12% of Yahoo and 20.6% of ESPN League. So this is a player that doesn't have a high ceiling. He's not going to go off for 30 points one week, but he has a pretty safe floor. He's seen 10-plus targets in each of, his, of the last two games, and he scored at least 12 points in three straight games this year as well. So he probably could have done more last week if Josh Allen were not to leave the game injured or with concussion after he got knocked out by the hit. Uh, I forget who hit him, the New England Patriots. But if he was able to stay in the game, you know, they were putting on that drive there and, you know, Matt Barkley had to come into the game, which isn't going to help anyone. So if Josh Allen were to stay in that game, we don't know about his situation moving forward. If he is to miss some time, this could hurt. This will definitely hurt Cole Beasley. But if Josh Allen is there, uh, Great news for Beasley, Beasley owners. You know, great PPR option here. And, again, the schedule for the Bills is favorable. They have the Titans, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Redskins. Or or Washington there. Sorry about that. Washington, the next four games. Great options there. So, again, Cole Beasley could be a great addition for you guys. And this is a guy I'm going to throw in here. I'm not the highest on. That's A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. He's only 10% of Yahoo and 6% of ESPN leagues. He's a guy that's going to be scooped up very often and very quickly because of his two-touchdown performance last week. Uh, he's gone over 94 yards twice in his first four games this year. The two-touchdown performance, the first one of that last week against the Falcons, was his first pro uh, you know, pro touchdown. It took him week four to get it, and he scored a second one. But he only saw three targets. So that type of production is not to keep up, but he does keep value because there is not much in terms of competition there in Tennessee at the wide receiver position. So if if the Titans offense is clicking, you know, uh, A.J. Brown's going get to his, get his target. So he the, the downfall here, though, is that there is a tough schedule moving forward for the Titans. They have Buffalo, Denver, Chargers, and Buccaneers next four games. Not the greatest run of uh, run of games if you are a, you know, wide receiver. So this is a little bit different here. I have two tight ends, actually, this week. One for immediate impact and one for, uh, you know, weeks down the road. So let's kick this off. Jimmy Graham of the Green Bay Packers owning 36% of Yahoo and 35.7% of ESPN League. So I've fallen into this trap before. I've fallen into the Jimmy Graham, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers trap before. I should never recommend Jimmy Graham as a fancy tight end, but here I am again. I'm probably making a mistake. You know, if Devontae Adams is to miss some time with that turf toe injury that he suffered on Thursday against the Philadelphia Eagles, Graham will get more targets. There's, there's no there's, there's no uh, getting around that. So, especially in the red zone. Actually, Jimmy Graham has been targeted nine times thus far this season in the red zone. That's a lot. <clears throat> so, you know, touchdown dependent Jimmy Graham, of course. But if he's targeted nine times across four games, there's there's... Every game, he's pretty much getting targeted at least twice, three times in the red zone. So, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, is a magician, so you expect him to connect with Jimmy Graham on these on these, um, on these these uh, you know red zone targets moving forward. So if you're looking for a tight end, maybe you have a bye week here. Maybe you're a Hakkasen owner who actually left last game with a horrific-looking injury. Hopefully he's fine. Uh, Jimmy Graham could be your guy. So here's my second tight end of the week, which is a little bit different. I never have two tight ends, but this is Chris Herndon of the New York Jets, owning 80% of Yahoo and 8.1% of ESPN League. So this is to beat the rush next week of what's about to happen. Chris Herndon will return from suspension next week in week five uh, when the Jets take on the Cowboys in week six. So with the lack of talent the Jets have in the receiving core and you know receiving the football, you know, Le'Veon Bell getting 400,000 uh, attempts per game, Chris Hernan was, uh, you know, a very hot player last year, especially in the second half of the season. Very targeted often, scored a lot of fantasy points. He's a great tight end. He's very talented. And, you know, with Sam Darnold coming back from his mono spell, hopefully here shortly, this is a this is a you know a, a great addition. If you're hurting for tight end, this is the guy you need to get. Uh, if you were, you know, one of the 
Hunter Henry owner, for example, or you're a disappointed OJ Howard owner, scoop up Chris Herndon because it's going to be big for your guys later in the season going towards a fancy football championship. So that's it. Those are the waiver wire additions for this week. Uh, not much in terms of running backs, some great quarterback, a lot of wide receivers, and some great tight end options, which is also in a position that's hard to find. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. Chris, get get Chris Herndon if you're if you're lacking. Muhammad um, Sanu, a great option. Watch Kenny Stills for Kiki Kute. You know, running backs, Ronald Jones, go grab him, throw him on your bench so your opponents don't have him. You know, it could be a great stash. And get Jacoby Brissett if you need a quarterback. I know there's a lot of, you know, underperforming quarterbacks this year. Get Jacoby Brissett, he's a very good player. He's a baller. He's going to put some points, so look for him as well. Uh, again, my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Visit our website for some more free fantasy football content, WeKnowFantasy.com. There's some great series on there from our great uh, our great group of contributors. Remember, I'll be back Wednesday with the Fantasy Fro for the We Know Fantasy podcast featuring the Fantasy Fro where we talk about the week that was and the week in advance and things of that nature. And remember... This Thursday, the first of its kind, the first, I want to say the first of its kind, the first inaugural, I want, what am I saying? Inaugural, not yearly. The first ever We Know Fantasy Contributors podcast will be coming up. Uh, Steven, Cody, and Brian, if you are uh, you know a frequent flyer of the We Know Fantasy website, you know these guys, you've seen their, their work. They're going to be on this podcast talking uh, pretty similar to what the fro and I talk about the week that was, different segments, things of that nature. So looking for a different perspective, you know, different topics, different, you know, fantasy football output. Uh, it's another thing for you guys to check out. So, uh, again, the streamable defenses of the week art- article will drop tomorrow night on the website, weknowfancy.com. So look forward to that. But, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Go out, do your homework. The waiver wire is where your championships are won. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, if you're still 0-3 or 0-4, there is still hope to get the playoffs. We have a lot of fantasy football among uh, before us. Do your homework. Don't give up. Target these waiver wire additions we suggested and go win your league. All right. See you guys next week.